0: I'm Bridget Phetasy, and this is your Dumpster Fire for the week of March 7th to March 13th. (laughs) And the unicorns dance while the world burns, world burns, world burns. You guys, Dumpster Fire turns 50 today. Woohoo! We should have got balloons, but we're too lazy. Uh, we're excited about this. We've been with you for 50 episodes. And in honor of our 50th birthday, we think you should subscribe to Fetasy.com. <laughs> if you really want to support the show, that's the best way to do it. It's a whole community of politically homeless people who don't really care about politicians and think that everybody's lost their mind. If you want to support us... I'm going to reiterate, join Fetacy.com. It is awesome in there, too. It's only $5 a month, a virtual gym, a community. I'm really pushing it because I'm going to raise my rates probably in the next couple of months here, and anybody who gets in at this rate is going to be grandfathered in. So now's your chance to get me at a bargain discount.
1: (laughs) Bargain bin (laughs) shopping right now. Buy Fetacy
0: for $5. (laughs) because this stock is going to the moon. It's weird for me to look down and I I truly am like flying completely cutthroat. I look down for my notes and there's nothing. We put together a board and- uh, This is just straight
1: out of my brain. There's no script. We're just off book here. May God have
0: mercy on our souls. And also on yours for even partaking in this deeply, deeply disturbing experience.
1: Our fantasy crowd is so excited. They get us, though. They're ready. Yeah, They've got their popcorn
0: popped. Their- they get the dark humor. They get the goofy humor. They get the potty humor. We've got a little they bit of it all. They go down off. the
1: rabbit hole with me. They like the
0: conspiracy theories. Facts. They like feet pictures. <laughs> <Odyssey>. <laughs> <laughs> com.
1: Fetacy. You want some dirty feet pictures, Bridget Scott? Some
0: up. genius was like, I think for branding's sake, you have to call them feet spelled P H E T. I'm oh, like, why am I an idiot?
1: Why are we morons? Morons! Morons! <laughs> Bridget Fetacy. Bridget Fetacy. Bridget fat assy dirty. right now. <laughs> Gotta get those buns in shape. Is that why you started a Sarah Connor 28 Day Workout? We're starting off with one of our favorite categories, (laughs) the making of a eunuch. (laughs) Harry and Meghan sit down with Oprah. None of us watched it, but we all have opinions about it.
0: Yes, we all do, (laughs) and none of us did watch it. This was the talk of the town last week for a a whole week. Mm -hmm. I think it generated more think pieces and discussion than like all of the 2016 to 2020 (laughs) Trump experience.
1: It was crazy.
0: (sighs) Yeah. And she's still the freaking queen. It got like 16 million people watching a broadcast show. That's insane. Yeah, with it, those numbers, and this time, yeah. no one does that anymore. Yeah, Oprah's the goat. The reason I didn't watch it because I was like, oh, rich people sitting around talking about their messed up families. Like, I this is just every cocktail party I've ever <laughs> been to in my life. <laughs> I don't need to waste my time doing exactly. this. Exactly. I don't got time for the but it was quite the cultural phenomenon
1: yeah that patio furniture that they were sitting on sold out yeah it's it
0: it was kind of like schrodinger's interview though it's one of those cultural moments that seemed like a rorschach test for wherever you kind of fell on the political spectrum is the way you felt about the interview there weren't many team royals but there were some team royals because it is kind of funny that an american's like sticking it to the royal family again and then there was all of team megan and team harry and team oprah and then there were people who thought that megan
1: is annoying <laughs> and that is the those camp. people are all sitting right here <laughs>
0: <laughs> what i hate about any of this stuff is that i don't deny that a the royal family might be racist and that britain's tabloids are racist and that there's racism Mm -hmm. we can all agree yes we know it exists what i don't like is that if you dare to criticize her you're automatically labeled racist
1: Uh Mm uh-huh you
0: that's that is not an even playing field yeah like equality means you get the Taken out of you, too. Right. Piss taken out of you.
1: I'm an equal opportunity. You annoy me. Yeah. It doesn't, I don't care what color you are. <laughs> it's just, I will, if you annoy me, you annoy me.
0: I know. And one of the things was somebody's like, people keep saying it's like something they just can't put their finger on and it's the racism. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I'm oh, wow. like, or it's the malignant narcissism and the fact that she has a personality disorder, I think. And those things are very hard and sneaky to really identify. Right. And like, Unless you've had some
1: experience dealing with it, <laughs> And them. it's just
0: actresses. No offense to your sister, Sam. But just actresses <laughs> in general. It. Uh-huh, like,
1: uh-huh.
0: Just when she was, like, blinking. What? We've talked a lot about her on here, which is why this is in our wheelhouse. You divide... Poor Harry from his brother. Uh-huh. They meant through so much together. Automatic
1: oh. red flag. She definitely drove a wedge. I'm not saying she like you know tied him up and threw him in a car pl- on a plane and carried him off to L. A. Which she might have done, but she did, th- she did do that. She did that. She definitely like was part of their fracturing. And I just that's a that's a big red flag to me.
0: The thing that drives me the most crazy is that Harry's poor little granddaddy is in the hospital. And the queen has to deal with this crap. Uh-huh. while her freaking husband is dying. Uh-huh. It's just no, sh- there's no shame. It's disgusting. Her husband of like 60 like seventy billion years. <laughs> like how
1: long have they been
0: married? They've been married forever. Yeah, and so okay, so maybe the queen had Diana murdered. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I can understand. Is that
1: what people are saying? Yes, my, the paparazzi. How yeah. many times has that happened before?
0: Never. It's never happened before. Oh, <laughs> Until Diana spoke out.
1: Yeah. Sam believes this conspiracy theory. As a royal, oh, I believe Christ. it. <laughs> Sam knows the
0: lengths the royals will go to to protect their bloodline. To silence the <laughs> dissenters within Hi. their ranks.
1: Totally understand. You'd better watch out, Sam. <laughs> No, no, Maggie. That's a good no, no, Maggie. <laughs> thing we're shooting in an undisclosed
0: location. Every time Maggie tries to silence Sam,
1: there's a hit put out. A jihad is put out on Maggie.
0: There is a part of me that's like, you knew what you were signing up for, uh-huh. and it's hard for me to hear about somebody who's whining about becoming a princess and getting too much attention. Uh-huh. You did know what you were. You knew what you were getting into, and you knew it would be relentless. Sure, you don't know what that's like, but I'm not really crying about any of these people and their hardship, and that's not to say that people who have money can't experience hardship. They absolutely can. But money makes hardship a lot easier. It does. Mm-hmm.
1: It certainly does. I didn't
0: know there was an HR for the royal family. That was funny to me. That's like having an HR <laughs> on a weed farm. You know, like, what are they doing? The commitment to being the king and queen of identity politics is not necessarily something I'm stoked about. Ugh, but no. I, they know they need to make their money, That. i just feel bad i just imagine poor little harry he's like megan do we have to go on oprah my my grandmoms is going to be
1: so sad
0: grandmoms (laughs) she's gonna rip me out of her wheel.
1: grandpapa's (laughs) in the hospital and we're airing our dirty laundry in front of oprah i don't know if this is a good idea and she's
0: like we're going on (laughs) we
1: need to make the money it's oprah
0: (laughs) That's the other thing that drives me crazy, is that they were like, "We're leaving the royal family so we can leave the public eye. We want some privacy.
1: Anyway, we're gonna go on Oprah now." No, it's such, like, that's why is- it's such fucking You're bullshit. So full of shit. Just go live your lives if that's really what you want. But no, they don't want to be out of the spotlight.
0: Yeah, and they're boring. I don't. The only thing interesting about them is their beef with the royal family. No one wants to listen to them. People wanted to listen to whale moans more than they wanted to listen to the royal. Fi- <laughs> these two talk about anything because they're tr- tedious and boring. Yeah. And what are you going to listen to? The stupid color that they're painting in their forty-five million dollar mansion in Montecito? Like I don't give a shit. No, you're not interesting. That's why I didn't watch it. And that's all I have to say about that thing I didn't watch. <laughs> <laughs>
1: We had quite a lot to say about that. (laughs)
0: But then they don't even mention Prince Andrew's a pedophile. Yeah. (laughs) Maybe this is the thing. Maybe Andrew's paying them to distract from his pedo vibe. That's why they left. They had to get their kids away from dirty Uncle Andy.
1: (laughs) That's a conspiracy theory I can get behind. (laughs) Mm -hmm.
0: Dirty pedo Uncle Andy. We're on to you, Uncle Andy. It is pretty funny too that they're like we're leaving Britain because of, the, of all the racism to go to America which is allegedly systemically racist. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, Apparently why would you not come as racist here? as Britain. We're supposedly the most racist place in the world. We're not. Get out there and travel and see how racist other places <laughs> are.
1: Then <laughs> we've got conspiracy theories we can get behind. Obama admitted to wanting to have a front man he can control via earpiece for a third term.
0: If I could make an arrangement where I had a, a stand-in, a front man, and they had an earpiece in, and I was just in my basement in my sweats, then I could s- sort of deliver the lines, but somebody else was uh, doing all the talking and ceremony, I- I'd be fine with it. Listen to me. There is barbed wire surrounding our capital, and... We have seen our president once in about 100 days. We don't even know who's in charge. <laughs> this could be absolutely true. It's one of those things where you joke about it, like, just to kind of test the waters. And truly, it's like a Weekend of Bernie's Puppet Master scenario where Obama is running the country again. Tell them this, Joe, and uh, say that it's all about racism and tell them that things are going to be fine and that they should be hopeful. That was my Obama that was impression.
1: Good, that, that, <laughs> that was a pretty good true. Obama impression, actually. Yeah.
0: He was in my ear, <laughs> obviously. Obama is telling he's me he's playing what the long
1: game for right now. I mean, Bridget
0: <laughs> did have an affair with Obama. <laughs> That's
1: right. <laughs> I forgot about that. How Maybe
0: Obama's Obama? in my ear. How do you <laughs> hey. even know? Ew. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. My face hurts I'm laughing. <laughs> uh, Please subscribe to Fetacy.com because I'm not sure if all of what we were just laughing about is going to make it into the final cut. And trust me, you're going to want to see it. It so, will. <laughs> <laughs> Fetacy.com for the unedited version of this <laughs> for the people who can take it because some of this stuff can never be let into the public.
1: <laughs> and we don't want to get sued by Obama. <laughs> <laughs> Old in chief Biden's migrant crisis. Oh, my God. The number of people has tripled in the past two weeks.
0: This story drives me crazy because there are more children in cages right now than there ever were during Trump's entire presidency. And if this was the case right now, we would never be hearing the end of it. And instead, it's like fancy little migrant detention centers like they're just chilling down in some club hanging right. out. If you're an animator and you feel like making the animation of Obam- uh, Obama, Obama, oh. who oh, my lord? <laughs> He's
1: She's thinking got Obama, <laughs> in <the Literally>. <laughs> <laughs> Obama in the brain. In the brain. Obama in the brain. Subscribe to <laughs> com to find out what we were just talking about. Is this why you're deaf in one ear, Bridget? <laughs> Excuse me, a lady never tells. Yeah, we need an animator to do the uh, AOC and Biden uh-huh. coming down to free the children.
0: Biden, who's really Obama. Freeing the children. And the children scurrying into the world. Into
1: the desert.
0: <laughs> Run, children. <laughs> I don't know why I imagine them like little
1: chickens running, like just little, just running around. They run into the wearing little Biden, please let us in (laughs) T-shirts. Where do they get those T-shirts? Somebody made
0: them. I seriously think Ted Cruz. That's why he's down in Cancun. He's just out there (laughs) with the T-shirts. T shirt got like <laughs> shooting little Biden <laughs> will let us send in t shirts into like the Mexican cities.
1: <laughs> Seriously, that's some that's some conspiracy branding right there. I mean <laughs> That'd be genius, really. But yeah. where do they get them for real? We were, we were thinking you? China. Or China Russia? Doing. Yeah. yeah.
0: China, Russia, or Ted Cruz?
1: <laughs> Down in Cancun. Who's your money on?
0: That's why I had so much luggage.
1: <laughs> Came back with nothing.
0: <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly.
1: We're on to you, Ted Cruz.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but the migrant crisis is bad.
1: <laughs> yeah. When Biden was elected, then there was just a flood of people hoping to get across the border, right? Yeah,
0: but I thought America was systemically racist in the worst country in the world. But everyone wants to come here. Megan wants to come here. Harry wants to come here. And all the migrants want to come here. So don't tell me that this country sucks. I won't hear it, you here. <laughs>
1: U.S.A. U.S.A. As I have, we covered up our
0: flag. (laughs) Hong Kong flag. Because they know what it's like to lose their freedom,
1: don't they, Hong Kong? We're with you. Fight for their democracy.
0: Yeah. Don't let that happen here Um, in America. This is how we're fighting for ours.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. And then we have troll in exile. Oh, God. Trump issues a statement from beyond the media grave. (laughs) I hope everyone remembers when they're getting the COVID-19 often referred to as the China virus (laughs) vaccine, that if I wasn't president, you wouldn't be getting that beautiful (sighs) shot for five years at best and probably wouldn't be getting it at all. I hope everyone remembers. I just love this because like often referred to as the
0: China virus, like you, you are the one who referred to as the China virus. (laughs) Like often referred to as the China virus by me. By you, <laughs> yes, but also all of his followers. But I just—it's just so sad. There's something so sad, but funny. And then Suraj Hashmi, who's hilarious, he posted that that in the screenshot next to the like, "Don't you forget about <laughs> me?" Don't, 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 don't. And it is like, oh, I forgot about you for a minute, and then oh. this ridiculous and sad press release. I love that he's still trying to take credit for a crap that he didn't do. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, he even, he's gone. No. Just go golf. Just go golf. And enjoy the time before you end up inevitably having a heart attack from your steady diet of fast food, Mr. Trump. Mr. Trump. I will remember you. boo boo doo ba doo doo Will you?
1: remember me no he won't
0: he won't he won't cause he's you. so self absorbed he can't think of anyone but himself
1: anyway nice,
0: nice. like subscribe comment touch my bells and buttons <laughs> <laughs> that was
1: me speaking to the algorithm and maybe she'll algorithm are you
0: listening to me <laughs> I need you to spread this far and wide.
1: Then we have what is happening. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, This entire dumpster (laughs) fire. What is happening? Sam's getting scared. (laughs) Sam's like, what is happening? Uh, First NFT work at auction goes for a nice $69 million.
0: Yeah, this is cool. Um, The art is now digital and you can buy it and it exists in ones and zeros. I don't
1: understand this at all.
0: <laughs> Obviously, Maggie, they're non-fungible tokens. Non-fungible. What the fuck
1: does F-U-N-G. that mean? I I don't know. We're it just-
0: means that they exist in ones and zeros and you can own a piece of the blockchain. A unique token on a blockchain that houses the ownership of whatever is attached to it. What's a blockchain? <laughs> It's like crypto. It's like when you take a block and then you put it in a chain. Blockchains store information across a network of personal computers,
1: making them not just decentralized, but distributed. I hope that explains things. Uh, Where does this block live? It lives on the internet. internet. Can you unchain it? No. (laughs) So, But you can sell it. How is this different than other transactions on the internet? Well, no central company or person owns the system, yet everyone can use it and help run it. This, this is takes blockchain. blockchain. <laughs> this is like Bitcoin. Which Bitcoin is an example no of blockchain. <laughs> Bitcoin is different because there isn't a bank or financial middleman involved. Okay. <laughs> or Dogecoin. What the f*** is Dogecoin. Dogecoin it's
0: is a, a fake currency. currency it's a made mean- up as a joke.
1: Isn't that what Bitcoin is? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> because with Bitcoin, there's like a finite amount of it, and, and you mine Dogecoin, them. Where do you mine? This is what. I- where do you mine them? On I know. The internet, I-, I understand Maggie. that it's done digitally, but why is there? Who made these mines, and where do they exist? <laughs> and how and do you Maggie, go mine I'm- them? Do I look like Google to <laughs> Ask Jeeves, okay. <laughs> I don't understand any of this. You guys were trying to explain this to me and you were throwing around all these terms and I was like, I don't know what any of the words coming out of your mouth mean.
0: (laughs) All that matters is I will be selling NFTs of my feet shortly on the internet.
1: And making $69 million. (laughs) Nice. Absolutely.
0: Just as soon as I understand how.
1: Okay. I hope that
0: clears things up.
1: Oh, certainly. <laughs> That's just cleared it all right up. <laughs> I'll leave the internetting to you guys. <laughs> <laughs> then we've got, there's drama going on in the whale moan room on Clubhouse. This might be the only reason to be on the internet.
0: <laughs> I, I just think it's so
1: funny that that podcast did better than Harry and Megan's. Right. Well, there's a whale moan room on Clubhouse where everyone just moans like whales for hours.
0: <laughs> this is what happens when you lock everyone up for a year and put them on the Internet. This is exactly what happens. We were wondering, and now we know. Little little places like Clubhouse, which is the new hot app on the Internet... It's the uh, place where you can go. It's audio, basically. There's another one like it, Spoon, which is from Korea, and they've been doing the same thing. But Clubhouse has rooms where you can go. It's pretty exclusive because you have to have an invite, which is how they made it kind of fancy and nice. It's been around for about a year almost. Now it's like where everyone who's everyone and all the people from Twitter who are the think... It's a lot of people who love listening to themselves talk. I'm surprised I don't spend more time there, but I hate it. And it's a lot of I say it's like come for the group therapy and stay for the struggle sessions because you will hear actual struggle sessions on this app. And so what happens is people will start a room on Clubhouse and then you can go join that room if it's not private. They have private rooms now. And then basically you kind of it's like a virtual stage that they're on a panel or what what have you. And then you're in the audience and you can raise your hand sometimes and talk. And sometimes you just sit and listen, and you can leave
1: if you are bored, which is mm -hmm, me after five minutes of every single one. To people have live conversations, there's no like. The
0: best is when they fight, though. Yeah. Like in this instance, in the whale moan room, it got into all this drama. (laughs)
1: Massive argument that some guy created the original whale moan room and this was a ripoff or something and then they were
0: yelling at each other about privilege there's nothing more privileged (laughs) than arguing about whale moan rooms on clubhouse guys (laughs) first of all you have to be invited to get in secondly you're arguing about whale moan rooms what is wrong with you people this generation is (laughs) yeah
1: yeah and Ravina Rawal had an, a hilarious thread on Twitter about it because she was like live tweeting what was happening. And then there was people left the whale moan room and started a cats and heat room. And then that became controversial. And... It was a
0: because woke fights are hilarious. The funniest rooms are the ones that aren't trying to be funny. They're the like woke rooms where they get into fights and yell at people and have struggle sessions. Yes. I heard one one night, and this girl got kicked out of the room for su- merely suggesting that speech isn't violence. What? Just for suggesting it. And everybody started yelling about her privilege and holding space and how she was a white supremacist, basically. And then they let her back. They're like, all right. right, we're." So I stayed in the room, and they all cried. And they then they had to, like, vent how they felt about her saying that. It was pretty mild, too, by the way. And then... <laughs> And they let her back in. They're like, okay, we're going to let so-and-so back in as long as she explains and apologizes. And then she apologized but didn't apologize right, the right way for them. And it was terrifying listening to how carefully everyone had to choose their words. You could tell who had the most power by how freely they spoke. Uh-huh. And it was truly terrifying to listen to because white people were picking everyone Of their words very carefully and just terrified to say anything wrong and get booted. Clubhouse is a new thing. It's a good waste of your time. There are some interesting panels and discussions happening, but it's just, it's the new hot app. That's all it is. It'll be like yesterday's news in, you know, two years. Not even. First, I need to say, like, subscribe, and comment. (laughs) First, I need to say, like, subscribe, and comment. (laughs) Like, subscribe. Come and touch my bells and buttons. (laughs) (laughs) Buttons. I'm out of control today. I love this show so much. And I love you so much, viewers. (laughs) This episode is sponsored by Sheath. Sheath underwear was created by an Iraq war veteran so that his balls didn't get so moist and touch the side of his legs while he was in the desert. I was told that I was saying small balls. I didn't mean to offend anyone out there. What I mean is this is so you can keep those big ass balls dry. When you put those big old balls that you all rock out there, dudes, and you put them in their little Zen pouch and then it keeps them separate from that leg. It's gotta be hard with those massive balls you're all carrying around all day long. My husband says they're life-changing. He loves them. I, I was like, I'm not going to talk about my husband's ball. <laughs> <laughs> There's a woman's line made of Modal fabric, and I love it. I've weared, worn the undies. They have booty shorts. Sheath sells matching sets. Use the promo code DUMPSTER for 20% off. That is at sheathunderwear.com. The link is in the description below. All right, what's next?
1: Canceled. Canceled, please.
0: That's people breaking free of the chains of cancellation.
1: (laughs) Yes, Starting with Pepe Le Pew.
0: (laughs) He's a rapist. Uh, We all knew that all rapists learned how to be rapists from Pepe Le Pew. So we've solved the problem now that we got rid of that cartoon. No more rapes, everyone.
1: You are a girl. I am a boy. Seriously, my favorite tweet was some guy who was like, we all learned the real lesson Pepe Le Pew was trying to teach us, which was, that the French suck.
0: <laughs> yes, the French do suck. Except for you, French person who's watching this show. Not you. You don't suck at all. The thing about the Pepe Le Pew is that everybody knows that, that you watch that cartoon and you were like, I don't want to be like that. That's creepy and weird. Right. Nobody's watching these cartoons and saying, oh, I want to be exactly like Yosemite Sam. They They were all comically absurd and we made fun of them. We were laughing at them.
1: Right. We were all in
0: on the joke. That was what was so brilliant about the Looney Tunes, was that they were these examples of things that you didn't want to be.
1: Right. Mm. You don't like go after your friends with a rocket or hit them over the head with a hammer or try <laughs> and drop an anvil on them. Like, these, are oh. le- these are things we inherently knew as children. We it-
0: know that they're not real. We knew that Pepe Le Pew was me- making a fool of himself, and then he hated it when the roles were reversed. It's such a dumb culture.
1: It's so dumb.
0: I mean, if if these are the lines, like, all, this is why I say we do need all hands on deck and we have to push back against how stupid and absurd this stuff is, because if these are the standards, by those standards, all art will be canceled and Mm -hmm. all art will become whitewashed and monotone and all approved messaging. Uh It's just all going to be propaganda. Yeah. Yeah. It's just so funny. It's like, oh, that's why my rapist had that Pepe Le Pew tattoo. (laughs)
1: Dark (laughs) man, that's dark.
0: (laughs) Sam's just shaking her
1: head. What's next? Cuomo says he won't bow to cancel culture and rejects calls to resign. I hate this. I hate it when people who don't really know what
0: cancel culture means use it, and now this term has no meaning.
1: People know the difference between playing politics, bowing to cancel culture, and the truth. I'm not going to resign.
0: Cancel culture isn't for public servants who are being held accountable for their actions. You're not a victim of cancel culture if a political party is using some information to try and take you down. That's been going on forever. You're in the public eye. Even celebrities who get canceled, which I am not for, you're not really canceled. Like Kevin Hart lost his Oscars thing, but he's got enough money that he's still chilling and he's fine. It's the average Joe Plummer who says something on Facebook and then a mob comes after him and some wokester writes an article in the Huffington Post and now he's lost out his job, gets shamed out of his town and doesn't have any work and loses his anonymity. Those are the people who are victims of cancel culture. They're the ones who we should worry about, the people who have no power. That's why I've been speaking out, and I will always say I've never been canceled. I I have friends who have actually been canceled. They live in fear of being Googled. You literally have to change your name when you've been canceled because Mm. Google will follow you forever. So Cuomo, you killed a bunch of olds and groped a bunch of women. And you're getting called out for that, rightfully, because now everybody's coming out of their frickin' Trump fog and waking up from the trance they were in and seeing what pieces of shit all the leaders on the left are. Mm -hmm. I'm all for it. Mm -hmm. And the most important thing is that I was right. So it's sad about the gropings and about the olds dying in the nursing home, but what's really the most important thing is that I was right. We've been saying it here on Dumpster Fire for over a year. Andrew Cromo is a bag. You should all be getting BridgetFetasy.com merch. They have canceled gators, and we have canceled shirts, and they're super cute and super on brand.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Then we've got Winston Marshall, the banjo player from Mumford & Sons, cancels himself after recommending an anti-Antifa book. He didn't
0: really cancel himself. He kind of got canceled, okay? I mean, he basically came out, said, "I love this book by Andy No, who's like public enemy number one to Antifa because he's been covering Antifa in Portland. And he wrote a book." And then everybody piled on Winston when Winston said this is a great book and they told him that he was a fascist. And then Winston came out and he apologized because I'm sure there was some struggle session with the band and the managers and all the things that go on, which I've heard about from people who are in this industry. It's a legitimate struggle session. And then he apologized and now everybody hates him on both sides.
1: (laughs) And so now he's taking time away from the band. He
0: got kicked out of the band. (laughs) And then everyone was like, who could have seen this coming? Because the band was with Jordan Peterson, another no Nazi. And I mean, this is cancel culture and terrifying and guilt by association and all the things that I push back against. And you should, too. If you're afraid, don't be afraid. Yeah. Generally, what I found is one person speaks up and then suddenly you'll you'll have support. People will support you. But Winston did the worst thing, which is say something and then instead of having the balls to stand behind it, he went and back backtracked on it. Mm-hmm. Now it's like, okay, you're out of the band. Everybody on the left hates you and now everyone who might have been an ally of yours or supported you is like, you're a fucking pussy. You caved. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you caved to the mob. Never caved to the mob.
1: Everything is racist. Everything is racist. Everything is racist. Disney Plus prevents kids from watching racist classics, including Dumbo. So we knew it was coming.
0: They said that they were going to slap a warning on it. And now they're just taking them down. Dumbo. Dumbo. I mean, I'm happy they're getting rid of it because that movie was traumatizing. I
1: hated that movie. So
0: I hated that movie, too. (laughs) Get rid of it because it sucked, but not because it's racist. (laughs) Don't cancel things. Don't ban books. Don't ban movies. This should be simple. People should be behind this. Put a warning on it if you need to for context. I mean, I would hope people are smart enough to know something made in the 1930s or whenever the f- Dumbo was made. It was uh-huh. like, <laughs> when was that 40s, made?
1: 50s. Isn't going to be the same in 2021 and mm-hmm. it opens itself it's like up to years discussion <laughs> you can have a conversation about it and be like well this is why this is inappropriate. this is why this might be hurtful look how far we've come look, look how, how much we've, we've changed come. this we don't treat people this way anymore
0: Nah, yeah it's not good but maybe i'm wrong i could be totally wrong banning books banning movies Friday. all
1: this it's It's never a good, yeah, we're never headed in the right direction, when I mean, this is gonna these are the steps we take. rewrite all the history books too, and just not say anything bad we've ever done, only the bad things we've only done. the bad things and oh, but yeah. by this logic, let's not show it in a movie, let's not show no, it we don't show book. it in
0: movies, we only make new movies that show how bad it actually was
1: <laughs> yes, and what
0: by physical <laughs> media. <laughs> do, do.
1: Never woke enough. Whew. New York City School encourages kids to stop using words like mom and dad in inclusive language guide.
0: Everything is so dumb. Everything is so dumb. This is
1: just ridiculous.
0: It is like elitism on fire. Uh huh. Just set yourself on fire while you're at it <laughs> and end it for us all. Please just <laughs> go out in the public square and commit. What's that thing Harry where you live? Yeah, Harry Carey.
1: <laughs> we here at Dumpster Fire do not advocate anyone setting themselves on fire. <laughs> Go
0: out in the square and just commit
1: Harry Carey,
0: please. <laughs> just end it. End it for us all. Just stop this, stop this nonsense tiptoeing into your struggle sessions. Just get it over with. I mean, come
1: on, just come on. <laughs> the language it. policing, we're getting rid of mom and dad, like two of the most basic words we use in our language. Just parental shut unit. up. Your parental unit. It's like the first word most children unit.
0: say. I know. These racist babies don't have parents. They have parental <laughs> units. Get it straight.
1: <laughs> oh, these poor children, what are we doing to them? What are we doing to ourselves? <laughs> We're just taking our culture and throwing it away. (laughs) Dumpster diving. Oh, what's
0: next in the dumpster? (laughs) This is our culture that we're throwing away.
1: (laughs) Oh, God. Okay, this was just in for fun because it's hilarious. Uh, The Lady Gaga and Adam Driver picture. I just love the tweet that that guy had that said... Carrie O'Donnell's tweet. That photo of Gaga and Adam Driver looks like the last photo a once wealthy orphan has of their parents who died in a car accident in Aspen. <laughs> 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 it's like the best description of a photo ever. Every,
0: once in a while, people on Twitter just nail things and it's just absolute perfect brilliance. And this was <laughs> uh uh-huh. chef Chef's kiss. kiss.
1: Then we have college men are more willing to help women with erect nipples, according to new research. Oh, really?
0: (laughs) Please subscribe to Phetasy.com. Are you a young man? And you feel like you need to help us here at Dumpster Fire? Because we're just a little old group of ladies on YouTube who really need your help. We don't know what we'd do without you. Subscribe to Phetasy.com or you can donate in the PayPal button below, or just anything would help little old us here on YouTube. And also, I'm so lost without you.
1: Do you have any directions? (laughs) We could really use your big, strong, manly help. You have such big, big balls. (laughs) Wow, the things we do over here. The things we do for love. The love of the show. There was a brawl at Bath and Body Works (laughs) that went viral. And a lady happened to be wearing a similar dress. (laughs) (laughs) This was just insane.
0: I I thought for real it was like a Thanksgiving Black Friday. America, you done lost your mind. You gone crazy. Everything is
1: so dumb. Everything yeah. is so dumb. And moving on to Breaking Bridget. <laughs> That's how I feel about this week's Breaking Bridget. Sarah Silverman is about to have a nervous breakdown and she's jumping on the politically homeless bandwagon.
0: Oh, welcome. Even though a year ago I would be a Nazi and a grifter and suddenly everyone's on this bandwagon. <laughs> <laughs> It's the absolutist-ness of the party I am in that is such a turnoff to me. It's so fucking elitist. <laughs> you know. For something called progressive, it allows for zero progress. It's a tough balance for me because on the one hand, I welcome anyone because I know what it's like to wake up. It happened to me when I was like, whoa, what the hell is happening? Because I came out of essentially a 20-year blackout, stumbled into the culture wars online, and then realized that the party that I grew up with wasn't the party that I was witnessing anymore. Mm -hmm. And that was a hard thing to come to terms with. It was even harder being in Hollywood. I lost my job at Playboy, all kinds of fallouts with friends, and I still spoke out against it, even when it wasn't, Easy to speak out against it, and I'm not some kind of fucking hero. I just didn't know what else to do other than be honest. Now that Trump is gone, the cynic in me thinks it's just people who see how much money guys like Tim Dillon and Andrew Schultz are making, and that it's capitalism always winning. Uh-huh. Except somehow, I'm still poor. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: Bridget makes seventy-two cents to every ten dollars. This is Tim just Dillon evidence, and Andrew Schultz. <laughs> this is just evidence of the wage gap. If you're listening to Andrew and Tim and you're not subscribing to us, get your of sh- together, huh?
1: <laughs> How dare you? Wait, you got to make your nipples hard again. <laughs> it's like, are people coming out and being like, oh my God, you're so brave for speaking <laughs> yeah, out I against know. us. And it's
0: like, <laughs> <laughs> I know, Sarah, everybody's like, oh my God, she's so brave. I'm like, I was called a Nazi and that's you a grifter. Don't call me brave. <laughs> And it is hard to not, you know, let my ego, my pride, my feelings of rejection, my feeling. And now, guess who's going to make all the money in this lane? Sarah Silverman! Uh Uh Uh-huh. Go back to your left lane, Sarah. Go back to where you came from! (laughs) So I'm happy to see people waking up, but it is bittersweet, obviously. And it is one of those things where you're like, where are my
1: accolades? (laughs) Right, you're like, I coined a term for this. I made a t-shirt about this very thing. I wrote a whole freaking thing called the battle cry of the politically
0: homeless two years ago yeah. and nothing nothing no you should add Sarah once Silverman again, on it ignored
1: and overlooked by the cool kids
0: It's <laughs> just de- my <laughs> destiny i mean on one hand i don't blame them look at that can you blame them I have to, because we've been talking about all these things. So leading up to this moment, we're talking about canceling things. We're talking about you're so woke, language policing, banning books. These are all very chilling things. And I have to keep my eye on the big picture and say, welcome to the tent. I truly believe the only way to break the binary is to get as many purple people as we can because in purple states, they really have to work for your vote. So the more purple states that we have, the more people are going to actually work for your vote and listen to you. Uh, the more that we play party politics, the negative hyper partisanship that's occurring is only going to get worse. I'm on some days not optimistic. On other days, I feel like This is the good thing about Trump being gone is that it was nearly impossible for me to push back against all the shit that I saw on the left, because every time I did, you'd be met with, but Trump, but Trump, but Trump, but Trump until like, but kids in cages, which is the other reason that drives me crazy. And so I'm happy. I, I wonder if she's getting some kind of struggle session right now. By the time this comes out, she might have already issued a notes apology, which wouldn't surprise me. But I'm confident that there is a momentum shift and it does seem like because there isn't this other toxic insane narcissist in charge we can address some of the more creeping insidious authoritarian aspects that have we've been addressing for years. Um, But I'm happy to see that some people are able to speak out and address them. And it is true. The more people that speak out, the more that this stuff is like just stupid. Mm -hmm. It really shouldn't even be taken seriously. Mm -hmm. The problem is I understand why people would be scared because immediately somebody like Sarah is going to say that and then uh, entire Internet is going to pile on her and say that she's being racist. You are... Not being racist, unless you're really being racist. I'm sure there are racists out there. We know this. But – Generally, people who are saying, hey, speech isn't violence, and I believe in the First Amendment, and let's not ban books, that it doesn't make you a racist person if you're saying that. Right. So it can be scary to be called those names, but you kind of just have to reject the premise because it is on its face completely false. And the only way to deal with it is really just to say, I reject this premise that America is a systemically racist place. And I reject the premise that speech is violent. You just have to reject it, the premise. Mm-hmm. And start laughing at it. I think dismissing it and mocking it. And it's good to look back in history and look at this, learn from our history. But we have made progress in our country, in America. And there are countries that are fighting for their democracy right now. And fighting against actual authoritarian regimes who don't let you say what you want to say. You will get disappeared. We do not live in a place like that yet. So, speak up <laughs> before we do.
1: <laughs> Join us on Fetissey where you can speak your mind, and we as have as long a, as you're not a dick.
0: Yeah, the, my big rule is like don't be a dick. I mean, we're kind of dicks here, but <laughs> we're dickly hilarious,
1: <laughs> darkly dickly hilarious. We're
0: hilariously dickly. Um, no, we're we are really having these conversations, working these things out. It's obviously there's nuance to be found in all of these discussions. This is why I love my podcast, Walk-ins Welcome. uh uh-huh. Welcome. The best thing everyone can do is wake up from their party spell and ask yourself, which is what I've been doing for the last four years, what are my principles? What are the things that I believe in? What are first principles? What are things that I, what are the hills that I will die on? And... Go from there. I think you'll find that we actually all have a lot in common. You know, seeing all of the protests over the summer shows you how many people in this country are committed to dismantling racism and addressing it. That mm. is a profoundly exciting moment in our history. I'm op- optimistic today. This, this episode, I'm optimistic. <laughs> and now the Internet is glorious.
1: $2,000 stimulus check. This is not kids being kept in cages. You are not getting paid for this interview. What? Well, I'm just, I'm just telling you about this. Why? St- My family literally cut me off financially. You were just money grabbing royals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No comment. Yeah, I don't think anybody can understand that. But I- Fantasy news? Oh. <laughs>
0: Fetish News. Uh, this week on Watkins, welcome. We welcome Jeff Charles to the podcast. Please subscribe to the podcast. It's so good. It is. I've made so many good friends, and it's been such a great experience for me to sit down and talk to people from all walks of life. We are going from Ayan Hersia Ali to Jeff Charles. To this coming week, we have a porn star on. So. If that doesn't give you a titillating reason to subscribe to Walk-Ins Welcome, well, there's no hope for you. <laughs> <laughs> subscribe to Phetasy.com. As we've said, it is just a great community. It's an easy way to support us. It's super fun. You're getting so much more than just the unedited version of Dumpster Fire on Sundays, you're also getting a community of like-minded people who love memes and food and dogs and cats and working out and bettering ourselves. That's really the community we just spend a lot of time talking about goals and self-improvement. We are doing our part to rage against the victimhood culture and that is a good place where you can start if you're wondering, what can I do to take steps? Start with yourself. We have new teas.
1: Yeah, cute
0: little bullseyes on your (laughs) targets on your back. We have these in t-shirt form for men. We have a limited edition dumpster fire t-shirt. We're selling them fast, actually. So get them while you can. We're not making more than 100 of them. We have new stuff coming. We're going to do merch every single month, a new t-shirt or a new kind of merch. If you are a member of the Phetasy.com family, you're going to start getting discounts on either individual items or just on your whole purchase, depending on what our deal is that month. And it's uh, just exciting times around here, guys. There's a lot going on. We're growing. Sheathunderwear.com, 20% off the purchase at your checkout when you go to sheathunderwear.com and enter the code dumpster. Thank you to Zen Pro Pro Audio for this mic that picks up everything, my moans, my whale moans, and the dogs barking in the distance. They have all of your audio needs covered. Go to ZenProAudio.com. Thank you to Better Phetasy. We could not do this without you. They aggregate all of the funniest news stories for us during the week and do research, come up with jokes, and try to explain things like Bitcoin and NFTs and text format, and I still don't understand. Thank you to Maggie. Thank you, Bridget. Maggie is only found on the community, com. which why aren't you running there right now to subscribe? And thank you to Sammy Flaps and Folds. Thank you. She's online with me and the rest of humanity. (laughs) <laughs> Everywhere else. <laughs> and she's also in the Phetasy community laughing with everyone else who's talking about conspiracy theories because <laughs> Sam has attracted a real little fan club Point in there. the following. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sam's the real star of this show. <laughs> this has been your Dumpster Fire for the week of March 7th to March 13th. I'm Bridget Phetasy. Now make me rich, please, please.